Hello and welcome to Six Figure Souls, doing good and making money. This is a very special season seven. I am highlighting my co-authors of our new collaborative book project, The Ultimate Guide to Becoming a Successful Soul Professional. I'm your host, Camille Miller, lead author for the book and pioneer of the soul professional movement. Today I have with me a co-author, Dr. Suzanne Joy Stort, PhD and naturopathic doctor. Um, she's going to be talking a little bit about uh, herself, her chapter, and her work in the world. Thank you, Dr. Suzanne, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. Yeah. I have myself. I'm excited for the world, and I'm excited for everybody that reads this book. I, 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 there's no, there was no choice. Like the universe just invited us all in to do this. This is incredible. This is going to transform every single person that reads these chapters. Some you're going to find are going to be more enlightening for you, and other ones are going to be more educational for you. But True. you're going to be excited about this, as I am. I'm really excited to see how people are going to really be able to have a more prodigious life. And that's exciting for me to know that people can change for a better self because that's my biggest goal in life. I believe that so long as there's a God, there's an answer. And so long as we really continue believing instead of self-doubting and being worried, which brings only on more negative, we need to advance in what's going to be positive for us because that's what that'll be our truth. Absolutely. So tell our listeners a little bit about your background. I mentioned you, you have the PhD, you are a naturopathic doctor, but I know that you are so much more than that, and including a, a spiritual guide, a soul to soul seer. Is that yeah. correct? And a light worker, like there's so many amazing words uh, for you in your work. So uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about you. Okay, well, I will definitely emphasize I am a naturopathic doctor and I work a little bit differently than a lot of other naturopaths uh, because I'm also in intuitive health and wellness. I get insight. I always say it's from God and the angels. The material comes to me about my patients. Mm -hmm. I also see clients because I have a secondary business that deals with the soul and the spiritual aspects. I work with my patients and my clients with the body, mind, heart, and soul. I feel that they all need to be encompassed at the same time. A person can come in with an issue about health and we might wind up going down the spiritual realm. Or they can come in and they want to they want to have a reading with me or they want to be counseled on how to have listen to their soul or whatever it is. And we might be seeing an opening door with certain health problems that are holding them back or something that might have happened earlier in their life or perhaps even in a past life somebody believes in that because we do the soul carries all the memories of all the bodies it's ever inhabited which gives us an, a reading into what's going on almost like the acacian records yeah and this is magic it's magic for the client it's magic for the the patient and i get very excited about it i've been in the health field my entire life but professionally i've been in it since this 19 early 1970s and um the spiritual stuff started coming through since I was three, as far as introducing it in a business aspect to help people. That was forced on me by a very close friend of mine who happens to be a nurse. And she kept telling me, you need to do this for people. You need to do it. And finally, I gave in. And it was like, it was more than magic. Things yeah. started happening for people. people when was that? How long ago was that? That was, in, let's see, I think it was in 2012 when she started literally okay. with me. Saying, yeah. you have all these gifts. You need to be talking to people. And I'd say, I'm a doctor. I'm not going to tell people their future, you know, their fortune. 
And that's the way I looked at it. Yep, yep. And so I said, that's crazy. And every night we'd sit and talk and she just wouldn't give up. Wow. And finally I went to a show and it was amazing. I mean, we've had people standing online, not just signing in and waiting to see me, but standing online. We had photos of that waiting till their turn came. So I took that as a message and I sought out a teacher after that to really make sure I'm doing things correctly, especially with spirit mediumship, yeah, yeah. because there's so much more to be known about the human body. If we limit our belief systems, we're going to be limiting ourselves to be the best we can possibly be. And my motto is to True. believe, to really believe. Too many people have too much fear in their life, which erases the belief, the faith. Absolutely. So yes, um, just, I, I like working with the body, mind, heart, and soul to help people open doors for themselves and live a richer, healthier life. Yeah, you can feel that. the passion in your, you can feel the passion in your words when you, when, when you talk about it. And I'm sure your clients probably feel the same thing as you're working, as you're working with them. So um, I just want to talk a little bit. You said you've always been spiritual since the age of three, you kind of had this connection to spirit. Um, at any time, did you not acknowledge it or did you go through a phase of, I can't do that. It's not um, no. more acceptable. You were always just, you just I, always embraced it. I was blessed with conservative parents that were open-minded. Okay. I like that. Everything that was coming through was accepted. Sometimes they would joke with me about it. So where'd you go last night type of thing if I had an out-of-body experience? Yeah. We didn't know what to call it. This is the 1970s. That term really was non-existent at the time. It might have been, but I never heard of it. My right. parents never heard of it. And things like that would happen. I remember when I would be in junior high or high school, my father used to coach the, the youth activities and especially, especially when I was in high school, I would give him the score of the end of the game at the beginning of the game. And he wouldn't come to his games anymore. Little things like that, which are kind of cutesy. But I definitely just kept getting stronger and stronger through the years. In college, I was too busy doing other things, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's always been with me, and I've always been listening. In my 20s, I was searching, reading things of books like from Ogmandino and... Um, Zig Ziglar, et cetera, et cetera. I belong to the Gurdjieff move, the Gurdjieff and Ospensky, which is the training of being in the present time and so forth. Mm -hmm. So I'm very grateful for the journeys that I was taking in my 20s. So I have so much to teach other people because as much as I'm a doctor, I really consider myself a teacher above and beyond anything else. Because if I can teach you what I know yeah. openly so you can have take advantage of this, it's useless just sitting in my brain. You've got to have it, you know. <laughs> so I'm very adamant about teaching people how to listen to their soul, how to be more spiritual. This is, has nothing to do with religion. It has to do with your relationship to yourself and with God. Whatever God means to you, it doesn't matter to me if you pray to a frog. It's whatever God means to you. I love that. I love that. And yeah, because I'm a big believer that you are what you believe. And when things aren't working out, you can only look inside, right? right. You can only look in yourself in the mirror because that's, that's how you change things. What you, the words you speak, the words you have self-talk about and what you write, okay, and think, that is going to be your present and your future, mm. right? Um, forget the past, be grateful for the past and what it's taught you 
But so long as you bring the past into the present, it will also be your future. Yeah. And that's no way to live. And in my chapter in the book, I, I literally give people insight into how to break this down to be able to understand and listen to yourself and get the right messages. Because oh, most incredible. people are listening to their ego, or who I call the trickster. And that is going to set them down an incorrect path. They need to be in touch with their higher self. We get in touch with it when we go to sleep at night. And that's going to help you having a better, healthier life. But if you're being negative or you're worrying all the time, which worry to me is another word for fear, then you're never going to be able to move forward and have a healthier, richer, more embodied life. You I know, a poor person yeah. can be very, very rich if they're living a healthy life and they have family around them and they have all the rich has nothing to do with money. It has to do with how you live your life and whether you're getting the things that you're putting out there that's positive. Yeah. I love how you say that if you are constantly, I don't know, I'm paraphrasing because you said it much better, constantly thinking about the past and bringing that up and you're kind of woeing in it, it becomes your future. Oh, and you just put, um, a, just put a metaphor in there. They're weaving it into their future. Yeah. When you said woving, I, I said, oh, weaving it into the future. Yeah. You want, you, we have, there's there's so much I, too much to get into. Yes, here. I understand. <laughs> yeah. I love to see the transformation that people go through, and I've been walking this path a very long time, and I really like to see people one by one is fine with me. You know, yeah. I don't need to be in an audience of hundreds of people. I prefer it to be smaller so I can make eye contact and really feel you and connect with you. Whether it's twenty or sixty people, by the time we get more than that, it's you lose contact with yeah individual i'm curious do you have people uh that come to you more as a patient for the naturopathic doctor piece and say i have an ailment a back a like whatever and it ends up being more of a subconscious belief or something else that's happening in their life not in the pain yeah. is reflecting in a different way it could and sometimes it's um what I'm getting is that it could be coming from something that was early life because I really listen to them when they're talking and I listen to the words they choose to speak because the words you speak, okay, and Helen Hayes says this too, I had no idea somebody else was on that same path of me when I yeah. met Hayes and she was saying the same things that I was saying and I was back in my mid early to mid 30s, I think. Yeah, and I yeah. discovered that when I met her and I said, this is right. This is what's happening to us. And we definitely need to be in the moment. That's all part of the grief. being in the moment. In fact, you are as perfect as you can be right now, Camille, or you would be something else. Yeah. And now that moment is gone. You see, yeah. it happens that quickly. So the energy that we put out into the universe is going to come back tenfold. What is it that you are looking to receive? Are yeah. you wanting, hoping, wishing, dreaming, and praying for things? When actually every time you say you want, you want, you want, all you're telling the universe is you want more of what you want, but you're not getting it because you're only wanting it. Yeah. I think that is such an important distinction. <laughs> There's a big difference between wishing and wanting and actually manifesting. Right, exactly. Right. And so the manifestation is it gets into the word of belief and faith and yeah. trusting yourself. And these people, when they're coming in here, I get a sense it might go back to something early in their life. I even created a particular body work. I've been doing massage for almost 40, 40 years and other different types of body works. And yes, yeah. I am definitely a light worker. There's no question about it. 
and being able to say, are you open about this? And I'm getting a sense of, this. you know, when did this start? Because I'm getting a sense it started when you were four. And I always hit the, the number right on the neck. Yeah. You know, because I'm just picking up their energy, you know, yeah. it's not like I'm magically reading their mind, you know, I, I, I don't believe in mind reading. I'm being, I believe that we can tune into other people on a deeper level if we really Agreed. listen to them and feel them. Yeah. Because everything we go through is a feeling. When a person says, I am unhappy. No, 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 no. You may feel unhappy, but you're not unhappy. That, that, that makes zero sense. You want to put out what you feel, and then you'll get more inner truth inside yourself. Yeah. I think it's also important to mention that you can feel your own stuff too. You said you can feel it in others, right? You have the ability to feel it in others. But if people just listen to themselves and actually take the time to quiet down, all of the answers they need are in themselves. Meditation, mm -hmm. meditation, meditation. Yeah, meditation. I'm not a great meditator. I just want to put out there, I don't consider myself a meditator. I don't meditate the traditional way. And I always thought I couldn't meditate because I would watch these people sit in a certain way and, and, you know, go into their trance. And I could never do that because well, I have this monkey it's mind. More, it's more than, but, it's more yeah, than I've learned that. I learned that I actually do meditate in my own way because I take quiet time to myself every morning, every yeah. morning. I have the same routine when I drive, I could drive for, I, I love driving, but I learned that that's actually meditation because everything's kind of just there and I can zone out. I can figure out all of my problems. Things come to me. And I, for years, that's how I would figure things out. I would just drive and drive. And that's why I'm always like, you're three hours away. I'll come meet you for dinner. Like I'll drive up and I'll drive by <laughs> because driving to me is my alone time to figure things out at that. And I used to sit at the beach in a chair and just listen to waves. Meditation. That's also like I just because I wasn't doing it like everyone else. Now I know, oh, my gosh, I do that to get the answers for me. And that's Meditation. everyone meditates it's differently. It's quieting down the mind. A person who's fishing off the coast, right? Yeah. Doing some crocheting. It's all a form of meditation. Yeah. Sitting there quietly in another zone. Mm -hmm. Most of the time we're not we are avoiding thinking about the negatives. We're just connecting with our higher self on another yeah. level. And that's the beauty of it. But the problem is, is that people are, especially the younger generations, are so engaged in being plugged into social media that they know nothing of what's going on and they don't even discover themselves. Yeah, because they don't so quiet their minds. Think about. Right. And that's their, the whole social media thing is very unhealthy. You know, it really is. I mean, I, I'm not, it's certainly something that is acceptable, but it's, it, oh my God. It's the it, dopamine it, rush. Yeah, I I have kids and, and I get caught up in it as, as well and I can't stop. So I have to be like, okay, just take the app off of your phone or do something because, or sitting during the winter, sometimes I sit and I watch TV, but I have never watched TV before the pandemic. Like, I never even, I don't even own all the channels and the cable. Like I never watched TV, but during the pandemic, I was bored out of my mind. So I started watching shows with my kids or things like, but now I still have that um, almost a habit that I'm trying to break of at the end of my day, I'll sit on a couch and I'll turn on TV. And I was like, you know what? That's just noise. That's just, I never used to do that. 
Like, go cook, go wash the dishes, go do something. Washing the dishes actually does that for me too. I wash the dishes in the middle of my day. I never do my evening dishes because I, I use it as a break to quiet myself. So I'm always like, just leave them. Don't, we don't do dishes at night. <laughs> it's like, because I need the break. That's how I take my break during the day. Yeah. But I think that's I, also I don't important. watch any television. I haven't seen television, at least, at least when I lived up in Colorado, we didn't have really good reception. But yeah. I am definitely void a TV watcher. I am a movie addict. I yeah. love movies, especially old movies. Uh, they're better. They're a thousand times better. Um, but TV to me is a waste of time, energy. It's a lot of negative stuff out there. Yeah. I, even if I'm watching a movie, I if I sense something negative is going to happen, yeah, so I feel uh oh, yeah. this is this man's going to do this, or they're going to hurt the animal, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Off it goes, or I fast forward it, especially if an animal's in there. Yeah, I can't handle seeing an animal being hurt. Yeah, a child or a woman, you know, it's like uh uh. Yeah, I avoid putting negative energy in that I already mm -hmm. know is out there in the world. But why fill that negative energy, like horror and stuff, into my psyche? Yeah. That poison as far as I'm concerned yeah. and you just didn't get more of it so I never understood why people I why? mean that's the joy. yeah I agree I agree I just I am I'm full of light and love and yeah. I prefer to put more light and love into my energy yes I know the dark is out there I know all that stuff is out yeah. there I prefer to come from love and light 100 percent and just keep moving forward I you know I'm, I'm certainly um Knowing the fact that it exists, but not endeavor, not pouring myself not going there, letting it yeah. go because well, that can take you down. It's past, yeah. yeah. Even through the pandemic, I was getting really sad about all these people and what these people were suffering through. Mm. And it took me a while to get past that because I was getting emotionally yeah. concerned about the populace of people dying unnecessarily. Yeah, all of us. And, yeah. And uh, because I have a lot of compassion for humanity as a whole. And so I'm out here doing what I can do the best I can for each person, even if it's one at a time. That's and awesome. I believe that this book is going to change. Yeah. Me. So let's, I'm going to switch gears and talk about the book now. So okay. uh, you told us about you and your work. Why did you decide to do this book? Now, I know that you have your own book, right? Yeah. But this, is this the first time you were in a collaborative book? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So why this book now? Well, I suppose that the um, the idea of dealing with the spiritual, mm -hmm. that's what pulled me in. Because yeah. I had been talking about, I'm writing this book, I'm writing this book, I'm writing this book. And every time I'd sit down to write it, I was unfocused because I'm easily distracted. In fact, I, I, I did some really good things before I even started to write the book. I didn't even know I was doing things right, but I was doing it. I just sat down and just literally poured everything out of my head onto sheets of paper. Wow. Just let it just keep running and running and running nonstop because I didn't know what to write. Gotcha. And just let, let me empty out all this spiritual stuff that's sitting in my head. And then maybe I'll pull from that to do it. I never even went back to it, but I cleared that clutter out. And then I went to the public library and started writing because I needed to be away from distractions. So yeah. writing this book, I felt one, there was one selfish point. The rest was all about the people, you know, the, the, the utility with everybody. But I said, oh, this is going to help me teach to be a better writer. 
I mean, maybe it'll help me learn how to be more focused because so if I'm going to write a book, the last thing I want to put in the book is, or the last thing I choose to put in the book is I, 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 me, me, me type stuff. That's uh, gagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've read an author's book like that and I thought it was disgusting. And I told him that too. Um, it's wrong. <laughs> I mean, I was expecting this really great book and it was all about what he did, but he never told us how to do it. And right. this this is great because here we are with this book and we are telling our story and I am a storyteller orally, but writing my stories, man, I've got loads of stories, but to sit there and write them, I never, you know, I thought, oh my God, it's all the I, me stuff. And that just was bad taste in my mouth. So this opened me up to see things from a different, and I believed getting involved with this was getting an education as a writer, because I've written for newspapers and I've written for magazines, yeah. little things here and there. I've been asked to do that, uh, all of that kind of stuff for years and years and years. And this was different. This was cooperative. It was, um, it really made more sense than anything. And I knew that it was going to be a benefit for the whole. And that yeah. was the beauty in it, because it was going to help myself it was going to help the other people it was going to help beyond 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 you know and that's what caught me caught my eye and awesome. that was, it was the word spiritual and understanding that we are giving something because spiritual word right. is being used a lot right now yeah. and fortunately people realize it has nothing to do with religion yeah. it has to do with our personal relationship with ourselves and the relationship to the higher power yeah Beautiful. So that's my reason. <laughs> yeah. So in, in writing your chapter and getting your story out, did you find it um, therapeutic at all? Um, no. Okay. I, I, I work on myself as I need to work on that's myself. True. Yeah. I really do. If, if, for example, and this is a great piece of advice to, that I, I share with people. When I am posed with something that's really bothering me, and it's really, it, it, it's on my mind or something happens, I, I immediately go to, what am I going to do about it? How yeah. am I going to do it? Rather than even thinking about worry and stress, I'm already in the progressive mode because getting into the negative is only going to take you down deeper and deeper in the well before Great. you found yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that, you know, no, um, I've lived, I've had some very horrific things happen in my life and I worked through all of them. Mm -hmm. I've spoken to other women who have had certain things and they look at me, you know, this didn't happen to you. Well, sorry, it did. And I worked through it. I was determined not to be a victim for the rest of my life because right. the more you repeat things, the more you become that victim. You concrete it. You're building on it. You're adding to it. Agreed. And that's true with just about anything we do in our life. Yeah, agreed. So, um, it wasn't, it was enjoyable to write it. It got me thinking about, you know, what was going on. And I really felt good about letting people know that there are different ways that we can go about discovering ourselves from the things that we've learned that are positive or negative and how we can transform from that rather than being stuck. And of course, again, this book is going to answer that question for a lot of people. Yeah, I can't wait to read your chapter. Can you tell us the name of your chapter? The name of the chapter is a little bit long. It's okay. Believe, of course, the word Believe, Your Soul's Challenges and Rewards. Discover the Remarkable Power Within You. Beautiful. It's, it's in everybody. When people say, well, how do you know this? I said, everybody has the ability to do what I do. Yeah. 
Well, what do you, well, what do you mean? Well, well, tell me what, tell me what you, what I'm thinking. I said, it's not that way, but I, I don't watch television. I rarely listen to the radio. It's usually classical music that I'm listening to because that's going to keep my mood in an even stabilized way. Yes, I like other music and I will listen to it. I really keep my energy in the light as right. much as possible. So, Great yes. lesson. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Suzanne, if someone wants to learn more about you and your work, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? I have two websites. Okay. My naturopathic website is naturally balanced with a d balanced health.com okay. and then with the spiritual it's dolphin angel wings.com dolphin angel wings.com and so the uh the, the water animals are part of my family very much so so that name came from out of nowhere this is what you're going to call that okay <laughs> i was going to ask where that came from okay well i was invited to do an event and all of a sudden i had to have business cards and a name yeah 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 and, and i had only five days to do this and it was like okay and all of a sudden the dolphin because i love the whales and, and the alligators and the mermaids and i connect with them and so and it does attract a lot of people just because of the name of it Huh. Who would have known, right? That's Don. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. Awesome. Well, your bio and your links and information are all in the show notes. So for our listeners that are listening, and if you want to hear more, they are all in the show notes if they didn't catch that or they're driving. Um that's all I got. Dr. Suzanne, thank you so much for being a co-author with me in this book, which I'm so excited that will be coming out in July. And thank you for your chapter and being a guest on our podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me here. This has been exciting and beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. All right. Thank you to our listeners for joining us today as well. For more information about the Soul Professional Movement, you can go to soulprofessional.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Natural Life Business Partnership, a global professional organization and business incubator for the soul-aligned entrepreneur. If you live in a higher vibration, have an alternative approach to business, and want to help repair the world, you can join us at our next meet and greet to find out more and a date that works with you and your time zone go to soulprofessional.com. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Love you all.